Welcome to the Business Ethics Lab podcast. Join us as we talk and share tools for next generation's business leaders on how to get business ethics right. We will discuss different business ethics issues, interview business leaders, and straight talk on how to approach ethics issues in the workplace. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Bass, and each week we feature University of Nebraska Omaha College of Business Administration Scholars Academy students. Time to start our business ethics lab. In today's episode, we'll hear about the relationship between rewards and incentives and ethical behavior. Christian, Megan, and Sam will walk us through how we can use rewards and incentives to support ethical behavior in our organizations. Wells Fargo is one of the most apparent ethical breaches in the past decade. According to a 2016 Harvard Business Review article by Sally Lorimer, P.K. Sinha, and Andres Zoltners, the company agreed to pay $185 million in fines and fired thousands of employees in 2016 from a settlement that stems from the bank's employees opening more than 2 million accounts without customers' permission. The root of these faulty accounts? Poor company ethics and a poorly designed sales incentives program. Wells Fargo employees were paid based on how many new accounts they opened. Employees were driven by daily sales goals, while sales managers had monthly sales quotas they needed to meet. This sales environment led to the degradation of sales practices and millions of fraudulent accounts being opened. This story of Wells Fargo's misaligned incentives program is just one of many examples in today's business world of how companies set goals and metrics without thinking through the actions and potential consequences. This is the Business Ethics Lab podcast at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. I'm Megan Henderson, a supply chain and economics student here at UNO. My name is Christian Hannes, and I'm a finance and economics student. And I'm Sam McDermott, a finance and economics student, and we are your hosts. Today, we'll be discussing how a business's incentives and rewards program can go from playing by the rules to breaking them, and what business leaders can do to make sure the goals they are setting and the incentives they are using are the right ones. In business, what gets rewarded gets done. So a question you may be asking yourself as a business leader is how do I properly ensure that the things getting done are ethical? Well, if you tie incentives to goals, employees will have a powerful motivator to get things done. It is important to keep in mind that goals and incentives focus attention on important behaviors in our organizations. The important behaviors you choose to set goals on should reflect the company's values while the behaviors reflect ethical decisions. The topic of connecting goals to incentives and how to make sure they are promoting the right behaviors are what we will be discussing at the core of today's podcast. We will discuss how rewards programs are not a fixed solution and we have to address the underlying issues and how incentives can lead to unethical behaviors if they are not designed properly. So how exactly do rewards and incentives translate into the business world? We know employers set targets and goals for their employees, but how often do they consider the entire scope of the reward system? Alfie Cohn of the Harvard Business Review argues that rewards do not create a lasting commitment. They merely and temporarily change what we do. He goes on to state that the implementation of a reward system can possibly ignore the reasons that cause the need for an incentive program in the first place. 
If a manager implements a rewards program in order to boost sales, it might be worth asking what's causing the insufficient sales numbers in the first place. In order to make a lasting, positive change in the behavior of their employees, managers should consider the underlying causes that created the problem they are attempting to remedy with a reward system. In regards to Wells Fargo, a potential underlying cause for the failure of their rewards program was a weak company culture and misguided actions in the pursuit of sales goals. According to a 2019 article from the Journal of Business Ethics by Gary Fleischman, Eric Johnson, Kenton Walker, and Sean Valentine, organizations that tie compensation to incentive goals may pressure employees to behave unethically in order to maximize short-term monetary rewards, but at the cost of the organization's reputation and litigation. This article points out that managers need to be aware that incentives programs may unintentionally cause employees to act unethically in order to reach the goals that they put in place. Beyond pressuring employees to behave unethically, managers should also consider what behaviors their rewards programs are based on. A study from a 2015 article from the Journal of Business Ethics by Mule Captain found that rewarding ethical behavior is not the same as punishing unethical behavior. These findings indicate that incentive policies are only significant in their interaction with accountability policies, which suggests that the proper incentives, such as incentives based on company values, can actually reduce unethical behavior. This article details the efficacy of incentives programs that promote ethical behavior as opposed to incentives programs used to increase sales, reach quotas, or recruit customers. With this information about corporate rewards and incentives programs, we can take a look into a current event affected by these programs. GlaxoSmithKline, a pharmaceutical company, is reintroducing their incentives program after a previous scandal. GlaxoSmithKline, which had a rewards program in place for selling pharmaceuticals, faced major bribery charges in 2014 in China for selling pharmaceuticals at an increased dosage. This is not only dangerous to those who received the increased dosages, but it also injured the reputation of GlaxoSmithKline. They received the highest ever fine by a Chinese government at the time, uh, which still was perceived as low by the rest of the world, and five officials received suspended prison sentences. And lastly, they also received a ban on having an incentive program. Jump to 2019, however, and the ban on the incentive program has expired, and GlaxoSmithKline has reverted back to the incentive program. That is not without new、uh, rules in place, though.、Uh, the rewards program only works on certain pharmaceuticals in certain regions and an increased ethics training for employees. They even reviewed rival companies' ethics programs to put in place their own. However, knowing what we know about bad barrels affecting bad apples, we have to call into question whether or not this is going to be effective. Although incentive programs can have a negative net benefit, there are also some examples of incentive programs in place that are successful. To provide a real world example of a rewards and incentives program, Megan interviewed Katie Neville, a local businesswoman, to share her experience in a retail setting. Hi, Katie. Thanks for joining us today. Can you tell me a little bit about where you work and what you do? Yeah, for sure. I am currently an assistant manager at Maurice's, a women's retail clothing store. At your job, do you have a sales and rewards program? Yeah, at Maurice's, we have many different rewards and programs that are all related to our goals. Some of the key rewards that are active almost always include monthly bonuses for management, money to fill the fridge or save for a team outing, obtaining a prize from the Box of Awesome, and extra discounts. 
And as for the sales program, we don't work off of commission, but our exceptional service might lead someone to think so. What are the specific rewards and incentives that go along with these programs? So the specific rewards and prizes do vary from goal to goal and person to person. Uh, So for the monthly bonus, if the store makes the sales goal, management will get bonuses based on how much they worked and their current hourly pay. And then for the fill the fridge, um, you get a specific dollar amount that's rewarded to the team, usually around $25 for stores if you reach a big goal, like 5% above your plan for the month or the quarter. That's pretty cool. Do you think that these rewards programs are an effective system? I definitely think that it's an effective system because the rewards and goals are always changing, so there's always something new and fun to look at. And who doesn't love prizes? And But most of all, the goals encourage team building, especially the fill the fridge one, because it lets us bond outside of just work. At your job, do you feel there are times when sales associates alter their behavior to receive these rewards? I don't think there's a time where employees haven't altered their behavior to meet these goals, but the alterations are good ones. For example, if the store needs to increase sales, we focus more on customers and making really good connections and less on tasks like processing freight. How are you encouraged by your bosses or the program itself to act ethically? I'm encouraged to act ethically when reaching rewards through consequences, but mostly by my other managers. When I see what they're doing ethically to reach the goal, it's only natural that I'm going to mirror their behavior. With all goals, we also go over different ways to achieve them. For example, during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we were taking donations and had a goal of how many donations we wanted to receive. So my managers talked through different ways that I could ask customers to donate, such as rounding up or asking for a dollar, and to not express distaste if somebody prefers not to donate. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to add to this discussion? I would just say that it was really nice to even investigate it for myself to see that we really do have a good program um, and there's really not a lot of flaws with it. So it was really nice to look at it myself. That's encouraging to hear. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some key insights into an effective and ethical sales and rewards program. Incentives and rewards programs are common throughout business and on paper, they seem like they could be a great idea. However, when viewing them through an ethics lens, they have the potential to be extremely harmful for the reputation of the company, as we saw in the Wells Fargo case. We aren't saying that all incentive programs are bad and shouldn't be in place, but without proper foresight and goals behind the program, things can get out of hand quickly and quietly. In any incentives and reward system, it would be wise for companies to structure them around the values the company prioritizes to attempt to prevent unethical behavior by employees in the pursuit of a reward. Katie provided us with ground-level experience working for an organization with a rewards program. GlaxoSmithKline was a bad example of what incentives programs look like. Now that they're implementing another one, we recommend keeping your eyes out on them in the future. Incentive programs are something that deserve more attention now and in the future for business so that negative situations can be avoided. Without monetarization and without proper consideration, we see that the potential bad outcomes can quickly outweigh the good. Thanks for tuning in to our episode regarding incentives and rewards programs in business ethics. We'd like to thank our guest, Katie Neville, for being on this episode and giving us some valuable insight into incentive programs. We've been your hosts, Christian Hannes, Megan Henderson, and Sam McDermott. And thank you for listening to the Business Ethics Lab podcast.
We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give us a rating and review and subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.